Welcome, my friends, to Scrime Era for the Gaming Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems once again, Dennis, bifurcated by the Irish Sea. Mm. As Garfield intended, I have to say, I'm, belong, much more yeah. com- I'm much more comfortable like this. Really? There is an energy to recording live in the same room. There's a feeling to it. Dennis. I don't know There's why that is. There's something very weird about the fact that when we look each other in the eyes, even though I'm ostensibly looking you basically in the eye here. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the energy, the feeling, you know, the, 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 there's just something about it that I absolutely hate and I never want to do it again. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, happy, I'm happy to be back on the other side. I of do a, prefer yeah. recording like this. And I, I, like, I like you can't really explain why. Uh, I think, honestly, the answer to that is it's just a logistical one. It's not fun sharing the same microphone. It's not fun like me right. perched awkwardly on the on the corner of your spare bed. Like, Yeah, I mean, even when I was in your place, I was sitting backwards facing the opposite direction for you sitting on the bed as well. Exactly. I think if we were sitting in like a radio studio, something that was custom or purpose built for that, I think it would be much better. But I think as we it both is, had a desk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As it is, Dennis, it's good to be back to the uh, the, the comfortable and familiar surroundings of home when we're recording this podcast. Um, my adventures have concluded. I've returned to Scotland. Mm. Um, it is a place, certainly, uh, that you can be in. Um, I don't, I don't, my mum always said, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. So, Dennis, tell us about (laughs) channelfarber.com. Riley, it's live. It exists. I mean, the website. It's a marketplace. I hate to tell you, Dennis, this Channel 5 has been around for a long time. <laughs> well, it was a couple, couple of days last week where it wasn't, to be honest, before while we switched things over. But yeah, so what's what's going on? Channel 5 Marketplace seems to be going pretty well. It is. It's a whole thing. It's like, I, 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 I'm not exaggerating when I say I thought this day would never come because it's been like 18 months in the works or whatever. Yeah, yeah but you've been and, working hard and I know. Yeah, I'm in there, you know, building the building the API and coding the marketplace from from scratch yeah. myself. So, so loading up all me, the actually. cards for all the LGSs, they just Type write them in. down on a piece of paper, send them over to Dennis, and Dennis. No, has they to call that over the phone. It's been a very laborious oh, process. Have you even got rid of the paper? Oh, that's good. Going paperless. Yeah, you know, yep. straight into the twenty first century. Yeah, that's really good. So they just call you up, and you have to like type them all in individually. They go three Asikas chariot, one lightly played. Two near mint. I'm like, okay, one, okay, six, so chair, that in one, there. one yep. Go on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's, I feel like there are probably better ways. No, you know what? 18 months of work has gone into this. It's the only way. It's, it's the, the only, only way. way. It's the only way. Um, but how's it going? It's going well. It's going great, Riley. There are a lot of cards on there, a lot of stores on there. We just had yeah. a MetaZoo yesterday. If you want to, if you want to become a, a, a cryptology zoologist, now's your time, now's your chance. A cryptozoologist, surely. No, no. A, a, a zoologist is also passionate about like about decoding things, codes? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. And uh, Riley, I've I've got I've, I've got an extra mile. I've made go things on. even easier for our listeners to use CodeSmart. I don't like this. You can go right no. now to scramriver.com. No. It'll take you straight to channelfarwell.com. Input the code already before you can get to check out. It's already in there. Don't worry about it. Got so my, like. my fewer keystrokes argument, which was already on shaky ground when mm-hmm. it came to, come to Knight and Smart, my fewer keystrokes Bookmark thing this, is, zero keystrokes. Yeah, I guess so. And for your convenience, if you really want, if you go to halfhourshistory.com, it'll take you straight to channelfarbell.com. It better not. It better well. not, because I won that fair and square, so I'm checking now. Halfhourshistory.com. You, <laughs> a- you absolute monster. Hey, okay. Put that back. Put that. You've been sitting on that one. Can I tell you something about Dennis, revered listener? Right, Dennis is very bad at like surprises, right? Because mm-hmm. he gets very excited about the japes and the jests and the pranks oh, yeah. that he pulls. I never. I for reference, how long have you been sitting on this one? <laughs> you want to know the truth? 
Yeah. Six minutes. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that explains it. <laughs> <laughs> that explains it. Because, you know, you told me about the scrumriver.com thing. You were very proud of yourself mm-hmm. there. I'm like, okay, it's a good bit of gear. We'll, we'll get across that, I suppose. A fine jest, Dennis, that you'll mm-hmm. do. But I, I was like, how have you not told me that you've done this? But that because you're, there's no way you could have kept this secret for 24 hours. There's no, no way. But I tell you what, I'll get, we'll give it one week, Riley. See how many, see how many, how many smart codes we can wrap up, rack up in that time with the sweet, sweet halfhourhistory.com. No, no, no I didn't, I didn't drag myself through Resident Evil 7, right? To have that ripped away at a whim. Put it back. I'll be very cross if you don't put it back, Dennis. I'll be yeah, very I'll cross. Back, I'll put it back. Put it I'll back. Put it I'm back. not playing bloody Resident Evil 7 again. Absolutely not. In perpetuity. Unbelievable. Good looking website, though. Bloody hell. It's not too bad. Oh, there's, there's my content down. Okay. Why is Why am I under strategy guides? Oh, that's that's got to be a mistake. I'm yeah, sorry. that's got to be an error. So if you scroll down, there's like featured products, product categories, all that sort of stuff. If you scroll down far enough, it goes to strategy guides. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Um, underneath that, it says sellers you trust with a picture of a bloke shaking the hand of a knight in armor, Dennis. Mm-hmm. What's going on there? Well, here's the thing, right? Channel Marketplace is only for stores. Yeah. No, no... No, what's the word I'm looking for here? Malicious actors. No, well, there's, there's no amateurs selling. No amateurs se- selling cards out of a shoebox. These yeah. are these are these are bona fide stores you can trust. You're not going to get your. Oh no, I don't care about that. Why is he shaking hands with a knight? Because you can trust a knight. But so th- so of all the ways that you could have represented a trustworthy seller of a children's card game on a on a, in a digital space mm-hmm. was a Which knight was an, in armor, an armed an armed man, an armed warrior, five hundred years ago, or whatever. Yeah, that's the decision you made. Well, it's because everything you need is a dragon sitting atop a horde of boxes and cards, and the support okay, game stores is a wizard yeah. funneling money into a store and cards out. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so there's some kind of wizardry at stake. This is some kind of ensorcelation, is there, inside this, mm-hmm. this Channel Fiber marketplace. There are wizards stealing people's gold and disp- dispensing these cards. And, uh, so, I mean, absolutely. That's, it, it is truly a magical experience, Riley. Yeah, okay, well done. You can spin, you can spin anything, Dennis. Absolutely. Spin and anything. this podcast, as you mentioned, all, as always, kindly brought to you by ScrimeRiver.com. Head on over. Get, get every, every card you could possibly need under the sun. I'm not going to fight this battle with you. <laughs> I'm not going to fight this battle with you. I may actually just concede defeat on the whole coupon code thing because I'm outmatched. Like you're outgunning me. What am I? What can I do? I don't have access to the backend API channel redirect coupon I mean, I code. I just bought a domain. You can do. You can do that with with what money, Dennis? With what money? If I'm siphoning coupon, it all away from the coupon the code, code, smart money. <laughs> can I tell you something? I'll tell you this as well. Let's part the veil on this one as well, mm-hmm. Dennis. Revered listener, there has been a development with there coupon has. code smart. So, because of the because they changed the system away from the old store to the marketplace, right? Mm-hmm. They had to redo all of the uh, all of the the seller codes, all the affiliate codes, right? Yep. And so an email went out and was like, "Please update your details, register yourself in the new system." And it gives you like a dashboard so you can see and track. Nothing all that is going to change, right? Yeah. Same code, same payout, same everything, right? So Gabby sends the, me the email and I'm like, straight away, as soon as I get it, yep, go and register myself, Cooper Code Knight, no worries. Okay, I'll go and register Cooper Code Smart because she asked me to do that as well. Oh, it's already been done. What's, excuse, what's this? Because I, I, I did it within two, three and a half minutes maybe of getting that email because I was like, got to keep that money coming in. <laughs> Dennis had obviously used his insider trading, you know, he'd probably slipped Gabby a bloody, you know, crusty old $10 note in order to, 
get the jump on me because now coupon code SMAR, it doesn't come to me anymore. It goes it straight to Dennis. goes straight to my bank account, baby. And, I and I'm very unhappy about this, Dennis. <laughs> I'm very unhappy about this because I was perfectly... I mean, I was... Go- I, I had the, I was, um, how do I say this without completely lying? It it was possible that I was going to send you the money. That <laughs> I, like, that's something that conceivably could have within happened. Within the realm of possibility, That was yeah. within the realm of possibility, right? I was going, I was going to consider doing it. I was going to, in, I intended to, um, what I'm saying is, you shocked me. I'm not even mad about that part of the story that you shocked. Tales, woo, woo, that part of the story where you're like, me. where you're like, I was going to send you your half of the money. You didn't. Do- that part doesn't bother me. The part that bothers me. Okay, is- I'd like to go on record. So I never actually said that. I never actually confirmed that I was going to send you the money. I just said that I would sure, think sure, about sure, it. Sure. Go Fair on. enough. Um, the part that does bother me is the the second Gabby sent me the email. I replied. Gabby emailed you yeah. for now. To be fair, the part where you registered night right away, you did do that. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, smart. Left on a long finger. Three or four emails from Gabby until no, not true. Two. It was two emails. So and you I'll opened you and what. read them and chose not Be- to do it. No, anyway? no, because I got the first one before I left for Heidelberg, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, I'll take care of that straight away. I got the second small one when I was in Heidelberg. I'm like, I'll, I'll get to that, right? And then I didn't. Germany, and then she sent me a reminder, no, and it was no too internet. late. What? Famous what for you... inter- famous for no internet, Germany. What are you talking about? Couldn't possibly deal with it there. I, I could have dealt with it there, but I did because I had I had other stuff on, Dennis. I was busy. Anyway, too busy with listen, your hot new Age of Empires girlfriend. I see. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you are roasting me at this. You won. Bec- well, the, what happened was it is Wednesday night now, night before launch of the marketplace. Yeah. Okay. And Gabby's like, Dennis, you we need to get right to register this. And I was like, screw it, I'll just register it. And of course, lo and behold, an hour and a half later, you're like, oh, I went to register code smart. It didn't work. And I was like, sucker, got there before you. Well, so if you want to be on the right side of history, head to halfhourhistory.com. Get your code in on shopfile.com. No, because by the time you go to halfhousehistory.com, it will redirect to my Tin Pot History podcast, which you go and listen to now free. Unlike Channel Fireball, I don't charge you for magic cards because I oh, actually I do charge people for merch. So I shouldn't mm. probably t- I mm. probably shouldn't go. I don't know if I take that high road. <laughs> Unlike Channel Fireball, I don't have magic cards to sell you. Instead, I've got strong selling point Love a it. history podcast that you can listen to for free. Unlike all the other podcasts that. You know, oh yeah, Dennis is holding up the half hour history. Did you buy that? I gave that to you. I bought it. Did you pay for me for that? Yeah. Did you actually? Yeah. Sucker. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for that. You know, but you know the best part of this whole tap affiliate changes, Riley. Go. We can do a week by week update of whether coupon code smart or coupon code night is winning. I'm not interested in having this competition with you. I am, and you know why? (laughs) Because you're winning. (laughs) Well, it's weird. Like. You say I'm winning. Smar has become my de facto code because you always tell people to use night instead. Yeah. It's still half at least your code. Well, is it, Dennis? Well, we'll see. I haven't we'll seen see. it. I haven't seen hide nor hair of my half of, of that money, have I? Well, Riley, for the last last week so far since launch, yeah. Smar eking it ahead. Can I tell can I tell the the listener something? What's since that? Dennis took control of that code, he he so called says claims half half fifty fifty. Haven't seen I haven't seen a cent. Haven't seen haven't, a cent. Haven't, haven't gotten paid out yet. <laughs> irrelevant. Objection irrelevant. Strike that no. from the record. Where's my money? It is very, like, the dollar amounts, to be truthful with you, are not close. Smart fans. Like they deep, say in the deep, Truman Show, show pockets. me the money. Smart, smart fans, deeper pockets than the Riley Knight fans. Show me the money. But this is perfect. You couldn't, I couldn't have written it better than this. Customers have used code Knight since launch. Nine. Mm. Customers have used code Smart. 
10. Well, okay. It's closer than you think. But You'd love to see it. I'm You'd love to unhappy. see it. I'm so unhappy about it. All right, we've got a lot to get across today, Dennis. Mm. And we want to open up with something that uh, the people who... Hang on. Will this come out before or after no, Top 5? No, this is an early preview of Top 5. The preview Top tomorrow. Five. So, Dennis and I just finished recording Top 5, uh, which will come out, yeah, you say, as, as you say, Friday, so the day after you this. You see on YouTube.com slash channel Something happened this week on our top five, one of our top five clips we were not a fan of. Well, yeah, we had a, a rare dexterity-based top five play. It sucked. It really Ryan sucked. was not happy about it. I was like, we should talk about it on Smart. And he was like, you know what? We should. We should. So what someone did, they were playing um, uh, playing limited and attacked their opponent attacked with a 2-2 mm-hmm. into their 2-4. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I mean, anyway, going on. They got something, any- something up their sleeve. Anyone who plays Magic knows. Highly suspicious attack. You think, well, you can just eat this for free. They've probably got a, a combat trick. Lo and behold, they did. But what the uh, what the person playing did was clicked their 2-4. Like, so in the, in, in the declare blockers thing, right? Mm-hmm. Clicked their 2-4, clicked the 2-2, and then immediately unclicked. And then immediately hit space bar to pass priority. Exactly. So what you get as an opponent there when you're playing is you hear the like the clashing of the, like, metal block, block sound, sound yeah. right? And then it, you know, because the only thing it indicates that blocking is it was it was you know on a very busy battlefield it'll have like arrows and the mm-hmm. car- the creatures will move around and that sort of stuff. And this one is like three creatures on the battlefield total, so like yeah, nothing. So all moved. all you get is you get the little indicator on your card and the little indicator on their card, and that's it. It is very easy to miss if it has disappeared in the last femtosecond. And and especially if you're playing on autopilot, right? Like mm-hmm. you you're just expecting people to play honestly, right? Uh, so they cast the combat trick, right? They cast plus three, plus two, giant growth, or whatever, and went across for five damage unblocked. So <laughs> basically what you're doing there is turning your opponent's potentially combat-winning trick into a lava spike, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I hate this, and I don't think you Certainly should do it. against the spirit of the game. Uh, it's how, how much blame do we put on the person for falling for it? It's hard to say. Like... It's not zero. It's not zero because the information is all there if you play a little slow, but you shouldn't have to do that. You shouldn't that. have to do that. You shouldn't have to scrutinize every yeah. every inch of your – especially on a digital version of the game. Yeah, exactly. Which is what makes it so, like, spicy. Well, I think you get the, – the, this is the, this is a very similar thing to, you know, trying to Jedi mind trick people in real life in ways that are just – like – you know, deliberately involving them in table talk that is about other stuff or distracting them or whatever else. You know, this is this is not this is not within the this, the the realm of like bluffing and. How do you think? The, how does this compare to the pen trick for you? This is worse than the pen trick, right? It's way worse than the pen trick. Yeah, it's way way worse than the pen trick. This is uh, yeah, you're you're jumping through hoops to deceive here because the the pen trick for me is very much buyer beware. You know, it's mm-hmm. very much well they've picked up the pen that doesn't mean anything, right? Mm-hmm. They haven't said anything. Whereas the equivalent for this in real life is like you. Moving the creature in front of theirs and then flicking it back. And then when they're like damage, you try to claim, oh no, I didn't block. I was just adjusting my creature, right? Mm-hmm. That's and that case, yeah. Well, and then a judge comes over and like it, it's, it, it's very different. Um, so no, it, it, for me, it's not on the same level as that. It's way, way worse. Um, 
I'm I just know what the listeners think. I don't think anybody's going to be in favor of this, but I'm interested to see if you are. Head over to, uh, to the Discord. I can see people being like, well, it's, you know, your Those responsibility. Are Those mm. are, didn't break any rules. It's just unblocked. What, I'm not, I'm never allowed to unblock? It's a like. Succulent Chinese block. That's, that's <laughs> not, uh, that's not a, uh, like, this person was not attempting. They, they didn't make a mistake. It's not like that. Oh no, I don't want to block there. Right? They they did this very deliberately. Mm-hmm. Is it cheating? I don't know. I mean, I, I, obviously within arenas bounds, it isn't. But it's it's like okay. Here's here's a question for you. A, a while ago, I can't remember which one it was. There was a pet that they released, right? And if you clicked on this, I think it was maybe, maybe the first one, the cat. I can't remember. Anyway, if you clicked on it a lot, it would change color, mm-hmm. right? Oh, and it crashed the person's computer. And if you just kept clicking it, clicking, 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 right, it would slow down the game to the point that they would rope mm-hmm. and pass the turn and then you'd stop clicking and then, you know. And they obviously patched that out, that sort of thing. But that was using the arena interface in a way that was... I mean, that's just cut and dried. Absolutely not on, right? No, like, that's it, not it's, on, yeah. It's very clear. Whereas here, like, you're taking advantage of... It's a limitation of the UI, I suppose. But here with this one, it's like it'll it'll make the blocking sound, right? And if you don't pay close enough attention, you will just assume that they've blocked, right? Because it's also not inconceivable. You attack with the 2-2, two, two, they block with the 2-4. It's not no. like... I, I just... I don't know. I, I'm interested to hear if there what defences there are other than like, oh, you should just pay more attention. Because I guess, yeah, sure, you know, you should. But it's it's real. That's not, it's, a, world, I, that's not a world I want to live in, Riley. No, and it's not... I mean, it's, it's not very nice. But do you feel good about that win? Do you feel like you outplayed your opponent? I mean, there? they play the the person was streaming at the time. They played a ha ha game noise on stream, so I think so. Do you walk away from that being like, I certainly showed my master of this game, Magic the Gathering. Mm, perhaps I am the more powerful. Duelist. Some people would, I'm sure. I don't get it. I I, I don't know. This is know. a rare segment on the podcast. We don't usually have an "Is that person the asshole?" But here it is: the third yeah, person. Yeah, we don't usually <laughs> we don't usually have someone who like who doesn't no even... involvement with the show at all. Exactly. But uh, no, look, I didn't like it. I really, really didn't like it, and I'd be unhappy if someone did that against me. And I don't know. I'd fall for it as well. Like if I'm streaming, if I'm not paying a huge amount of attention. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. So if I was playing a while recording an episode of Scrum River, for example, I would definitely fall for that. Are you winning? How are you going? Not great. No, falling behind. Are you a winning son? <laughs> are you are you winning son? Oh, uh, can we talk about that? Are you winning son? What? No. Can we talk about what happened? What we did in Ireland after recording the episode of Scrum River last week? What did we do last week? I met your dad. Oh yeah, you did. I forgot. Oh, sure, I sure, met sure. Dennis's parents. I finally met the famous Mozart. Mm. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. It was an experience. Really? It was you went great. to my childhood home. I had a great time. So Dennis and I, we went, we got the, uh, we got the train down to Greystones, mm-hmm. right, which is south of Dublin, and then we walked along the cliff to Bray, which is very mm-hmm. nice, very nice little cliff walk. Had a lovely lunch, right? Buffalo chicken burger wasn't. It was, it was a lot of chicken, not a lot of buffalo, which I wasn't. But the buffalo fries more than made up for it, though. <sighs> they were, oh mate, they were very, very succulent. What's that called? Big box burger? Just box burger. Box burger. Highly recommend if you're in Dublin or if you're in Bray, I guess. That's yeah, fine. It's basically Dublin. We then walked through the old like what do you call it like forest not forest like parklands and woods yeah. and stuff that Dennis used to play in as a kid while he told me like the games he used to play and how everything was given names like there was first bridge and second bridge and there was mm-hmm. the Pelinor fields which mm-hmm. I really loved that was like a big open area um and uh, explained like D- Dennis just seemed to have this like absolute 
storybook childhood. Storybook childhood. They're like five kids all on the same street, and they go and knock on each other's doors after school and, and go out and play Hit until the sun went down. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Every child's dream, hitting each other with sticks, right? Uh, and, then, and then your parents still living in the childhood home that you grew mm-hmm. up in. Um, uh, and it was, it was incredible meeting them. It was incredible meeting them. Your mum was absolutely lovely. She had a... Now, did she have the Australian ginger beer specifically because she knew I was coming over? No, or did she, she really just like it. it? She really liked it. That's really good. Okay, yeah. either, either way, that's fantastic. Yeah, she brought me out a, a, a bottle of Bundaberg ginger beer brewed in Queensland, mm-hmm. which, was, uh, which went down very, very smooth. Although she didn't have the fridge. No, they don't chill their drinks. They don't chill weird. their drinks, do they? No. Very strange. Anyway, and we all sat in the living room and, and had a lovely chat, and it was really, really nice. It was also really, really interesting. Seeing how the sausage is made. Well- I'm the sausage the, in this case, I suppose. I, I tell you what, the sausage didn't fall didn't far fall. from the tree here. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, actually, in some ways it did, because your mum seemed very kind- and mm. very thoughtful, and she was very ready to laugh and smile, and she's very interested. Ask, you know, she's asking about me and that sort of stuff. We we're, ch- we're chatting that sort of stuff. But your dad, <laughs> you are just a carbon. Co- your dad is a conniving, <laughs> cunning. <laughs> I can. You, you are cut from the same cloth. You are mm. just Emir Junior. Yeah, man. Like there's even there was even a point where we were having I don't know what we're talking about talk about some nonsense right and Amir your dad he turned to me and he did that thing that you do where he does this little evil grin and wiggled his eyebrows up and down and I <laughs> he just did it I never I never knew I did that or I never knew certain enemy that we both did that he he did, it was just like looking at it it's a sound like a mm. yeah he's like, mm, like a um like a, an evil cartoon villain wiggling yeah. his eyebrows up and down um. And I was amazed. I was amazed. Like your parents are, it was, it was, cause often meeting people who aren't in your generation is kind of awkward and stuffy mm. and weird. And you end up sitting down and having very, very polite and very, you know, boring conversations. But man, it was great. I had a great time chatting with your parents and it was very, it was a, it was a way better time than I think anyone, anyone would expect meeting, um, like not even a partner, meeting a mate's mum and dad. Mm. You know, you expect to be like a five-minute, oh, hi, how are you, that sort of stuff. But it was nah, really sat down, talked, discussed the rise and falls, the epic highs and lows of communism. Yeah, yeah, we talked, I mean, because, you know, they were refugees that fled the uh, the Balkans in the 90s, and you're mm. very open about that as well. Yeah. Because not- I wanted to hear about it, but I didn't want to be like, mm, so tell me about the time that you, let, you fled your war You almost died. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, 10 out of 10 experience, dude. They liked you a lot. Well, do you know what's but, funny as well? Because like when you meet other people's parents, or whatever else, like you usually think like, okay, how? What's the minimum amount of time I can stay here, right, without it being rude? Before I like, gotta get out of here, yeah. How long do I have to stay here for it to be polite before I, then I can leave? Right? You were like, we better go. We got to get the bus. You got to get to the airport. I'm like, ah, oh, we can stay. There's another bus. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis is like trying to move us on. I'm like, ah, I want to hear more of Mozart stories. Every Actually, time Nikki sees my parents, I'm always after like five minutes. I'm like, okay, pack it up. Let's yeah. go. All right. No, they're great. They, they, they described you as sympathetic. Sym- sympathetic, I th- kind of, but it actually just means like likable and nice. Oh well, it's very, they very, called you. They called you a simp, Riley. Basically, is what they, got they, I, I'd simp for your parents. I'll tell you that they're great. <laughs> they're fantastic. Those two, they're so like you can just see as well. Like they're 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 unapologetically happy with their lives. Yeah. Right, like they are. My, like we, I was not kidding when I said my dad is happy to watch Forge and Fire with my mom until the day he dies. Like there are some old married couples that just seem to have given up. They're just like, mm. well, this is my life now, and whatever. Puck committed. Your your parents are just like, this is my life now, and it's the best. <laughs> I just get to hang out with my partner, 
Watch Forge and Fire, have a nice bit of dinner, have a lukewarm ginger beer, yeah, and I, all I, is well I, in the world. None of their drinks they keep in the fridge. They don't have any ice. They don't like cold drinks. I don't know why. Very strange. I don't know. They're from they, such a hot country as well. What, Ireland? No, like Bosnia. But that's what I'm thinking. They come from a hot country, so they so come they to Ireland. It's cold here, they yeah. don't need cold drinks. You know, everything's cold. Perhaps, here. perhaps. Um, no, it was, it was honestly, it was a great experience. I also found a picture of Dennis when he was about 10 years old, um, mm-hmm. which I haven't posted, but I would you like can to. If you want. I can. All right. Well, yeah. go to, go to my Twitter page because I'll be posting that because that, that was, that's just premium content. But Dennis, I'd like to thank you. I honestly, I'd like to thank you for, for sharing that with me that but no, no i'm being serious because it really was it was an incredible and very special experience to to see to to see as you say so elegantly how the sausage was made mm. um it does it, it does increase my enjoyment of the sausage uh a Ooh. lot more to see <laughs> to see the artisanal <laughs> way it was created and you were oh, like, I dear. want to see a bedroom. And I was like, well, that's just gone. It's just yeah. a bunch of crap in a room and a couch now. Yeah, it's <laughs> Sorry. basically just a storage room. But I, that's, I did I did see the photo, so it was uh, it was worth it. Anyway, um, oh, and I, I'll before we we'll, we'll wrap this up, but just very quickly, uh, I did ask Imi. I was hoping to catch him off guard, right? Mm. I, I, just as we were leaving, right? Just as we were leaving, I, I tried to catch him off guard to ask him about the 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 burning, right? When you because so for those of you who don't uh, know this story, Dennis wants to because his dad. Or- burning letters like bundles of papers right on a in, barbecue in the on, middle of the, in the middle of a sunday afternoon and you were like what the hell's going doing? on yeah and and he says sometimes it's better to forget right mm-hmm. and so i asked i was like oh by the way just uh, like the time that dennis caught you burning all those papers what was going on there and i'll tell you what quick as anything his face or was all business after that he's like some things are best left in the past. I was like, oh, he's at it. He's done it. He's, he's like, he was so, because we were so friendly, jokey, jovial. And I was just trying to play in that. He's just straight away all business. No, some things are better left in the past. He's all, it's all the, all the contracts that he, he pulled off for the ICA. I often say when my parents ago. pass away, I'm going to get a Squid Game-esque business card that on the back happen. that is just a box on the back. It just has a name and address, a time, and it's just got a loaded gun. Yep. <laughs> and that's going to be it. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to be Mozart Jr. Or a piano wire, yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway, it was a, it was an incredible experience. So uh, so thank you for letting me. Uh, thank you for taking me to meet your parents, Dennis. And I'm I'm actually I'm very much looking forward to the next time I get to interact with them because uh, it was it was just a lot of fun. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're good. They're I like good my folks. Yep. All right, we got We should we should try and write the ship a little bit and get off the old Stranyak Deep Lore podcast, the grimoire yep. cards of the Stranyak legacy, and dive back into a some actual video game advice writing. Uh, yeah, let's get to it. Here we go. Avocado writes in, can't ask this question, sorry, I'm allergic, says, video game advice, I'm currently very close to completing Assassin's Creed Origins, and I've really enjoyed it so far. Mm-hmm. I'd like to continue to explore the franchise, and was wondering if the host had any suggestions for which other Assassin's Creed games to play for story reasons, gameplay reasons, or anything else. Thanks. Also, I would specifically like to know opinions on the new Viking one, thanks, which is to say Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yes. Well, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since Assassin's Creed Black Flag... Um, I've heard really good things about Origins. James, uh, James, James Keen that we both know is a big mm-hmm. fan of Origins and James yep. has very little patience for games. Yeah. And very little patience for media overall. I don't think I've ever seen a film or a TV show with James where he's like, mm, could have been shorter. Yeah. Mm, could have been tightened, tightened that up a little bit. Could have tightened that up a little bit. Yep. I think, he, I think he's excited because he, he recently had a kid and he's going to be like, ooh, get to watch all those 85 minute kids films. Let's go. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, there's no fat in these bones. It's going to be great. Space jam straight in. Oh, wow. All right. Um, 
But yeah, I, ha- I haven't played Origins or Valhalla, but Riley, I think you've played both. I've played a fair few. Uh, I, I've played a f- uh, the majority of the Assassin's Creed games. There are some that I haven't played, like the London one, because apparently it's just terrible. I never played Unity either, because I just didn't... I don't think I had access to a console when it Not came Not a fan of European ones, I get it. I guess Italian ones are fine. I guess I played... No, I played a lot of European ones. I played all the Italian ones. Um, uh, the best, in my mind, without a doubt, is Black Flag. Right, mm. but that's not really because it's, it's because an it's Assassin's not the Creed game. game. <laughs> it's just because it is the best pirate simulator that has ever been made. Like it is just an it's an incredible wow. Big call on game. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves isn't very good. It's fine. It's not very good. What I thought you loved Sea of Thieves. It's or did fine, you love but like Assassin's hours. Creed. Assassin's Creed is just so much. Assassin's Creed Black Flag. When I watched you and Voxy play Sea of Thieves, it was like not very far into it. I was like, they're really just making their own adventure, like trying to get these nicer hats, aren't they? There's not a lot to do here. Is that's, there? But that's it. That's all that Sea of Thieves is. Um, no, Black Flag, I, I would say, is it's it's one. I think it was on my list. Was it not? It should be. If it's not on my list of, you can't add to the list even more. Stop. I'm it. adding another list to my top five. I'm adding another one to my top five list of all time favorite games. Um, Black Flag's really, really good. It's so, so, so good. It's it's just it it is. There's a problem with Ubisoft games these days. They, they, I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but they're too big. I agree with you. There's too big and there's too much going on. And you just get to points like, oh, not another I've got to clear this camp on, again. No, and i got to climb no, to no, the top no, of this no, tower. Like that. Yeah. Black Flag for me was the perfect, the perfect size, right? Big enough that it felt like a real breathing, living world that you could go around, have all sorts of different adventures. Like, there is a huge divergence of experiences, mm-hmm. right? Like, a huge, huge divergence. Well, just sailing was just a huge different part of the game, right? Sailing is really fun. You can go and blow up forts. You can go treasure diving. You can, like, there's just so much different stuff you can do in the game, right? But then it also has this sort of, not railroaded, but, like, it's got a campaign that's pretty clear to follow. It's just, just tighter. Like the story. Yeah, it's great. And then when it ends, you can be like, okay, I'm done. Right, or you can go and chase down the you know the pirate king ships and all the. There's so much stuff. It, it, I recommend the game absolutely. Right, Valhalla, and this was interesting because there was a discussion about this on the Discord, and I had to agree with more or less everything that people were saying. They were saying Valhalla is just a bad Odyssey. Mm. It's not a bad Odyssey. It's just a worse Odyssey. And Odyssey is a great game. You would like Odyssey. I've heard like j- j- like you're like taming animals and leveling up. Like before that, Assassin's Creed games didn't really have meaningful RPG mechanics. No. Now they are just open world RPGs more than they are like action stealth games. But, but you like love Odyssey because you love ancient Greek history, right? I do. You I just do. Gotta go I, hang lo- out I Athens, love climb, climbing up a, sh- a, a, a giant, a giant, you know, statue and dangling off a big old penis. I can't wait. You, I mean, I, I know you're having a, a laugh here, but like you would love it. You get to go and like meet, you know, Socrates, and you know why? Why you go to one of his, his symposiums? I just, I was just why Socrates? That was why just Socrates. No, no, like that's his whole like he's a philosopher. Okay, all right, that was very good. Bit, bit, bit too highbrow for me. Um, but it's no, a Bob Burnham joke. He's, he's like, you guys like impressions, and they're like, woo, and he goes, why? And they laugh, and he goes, that was Socrates. All right, yeah, okay, that's a pretty Bob Burnham joke. Yep, good. Um, um, <laughs> no, you get to eat, like it's it's just it's it's really good. It, it, and this is how I mean, I don't know if this is going to sell you on the game or not. They released a version of it which doesn't have any gameplay and is just an exploration engine to uh, as a as a, a teaching tool for kids learning Ooh, about ancient cool. Greece. Really, really cool. You go around and, like you talk to people and like you get you don't get to you know fight and kill anyone, but you get to go and explore and and it's just it's it's a really really good game. Valhalla, as some people said in the Discord, just feels like a kind of not a knockoff, but it feels like we've got uh, Odyssey at home. You know what I would recommend if you're if you're interested in playing Valhalla? Don't do this. Don't what? do this. Metal Gear Solid Three. No, Snake play Eater. God of War. All oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I seriously thought, you know, how? You know what why? Was, Where were oh, the if you want an action stealth game that has, you know, no, oh, no, no, hang on, well, now, now, now. Right, there's rumors they're remaking that game, but we'll get to that in the, in the tail end of the podcast. Okay, all right, okay. Um, I, I would definitely pl- I'd play Odyssey and I play Black Flag and see if you like it from there. I remember the Ezio uh, trilogy being really good, but I was also... I don't think that's going to hold up if you go back to play it That's what I think. I remember... That's why I say I remember it being good. I don't think it's going to hold up. I I remember Assassin's Creed 1 being very good, and it just isn't. I actually remember it being frustrating when I played it, because I was like... (laughs) You know, in the eavesdrop thing, you couldn't hear what they were saying. None of the like the plot was it was there, but it was so it was so hard to figure out what was going on. And also, the every single Assassin's Creed game has some of the worst, like the absolute worst thing. And everyone, everyone is going to say the same thing. Dennis, what's the worst thing about every Assassin's Creed game? Follow this guy. You're too close. Okay, not not close enough. You're too that, close I mean, now. That's the second worst thing. The yes, the I the, think that's I think it's that. What's your what's your worst? It's thing? not. It's easily not that. It's the, all the stupid modern day stuff. Oh, oh, sure. 20% of the game? Yeah, okay. Like, 20% of the game is just not Assassin's Creed. It's just like... You know like, what? I like the modern day stuff for two reasons. Go on. Well, I mean, it's a terrible framing. It's like stupid and nobody wants to do it. I understand that. Mm. But you're, play, you're voiced by Nolan North when you're... What's his name? Desmond? Yep. And one of the guys in the lab in the first one was, was played by Danny Wallace. And I like that guy. Who's Danny Wallace? Just a comedian. He wrote Yes Man. Okay. All right. Um... Very, very personal points of, like, it's bad, objectively. But, it's, like, just, it's not very good. But I, I would start with, well, depends. If you enjoyed Origins, you'll really enjoy Odyssey. Um, and if you want a bit of a change of pace, Black Flag, baby, let's go. I think you should play God of War. Also play for a, a Norse story game. Um, I guess I'd, I'd say God of War, I had more fun playing that than Valhalla. So if, you, if you're on it the It was Viking, just voted the best game of all time on that big IGN poll. Well, that's just recency bias. It's not that reason. It's three years old. Yeah, but uh, okay. The, 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 like the, the, the classic example of this, right, is I think it was in 2002, 2001, right? Mm-hmm. There was a poll done of the 100 most influential Brits of all oh, time. Oh, boy. Here we go. Do you know who won? Who? Robbie Williams. That's outrageous. Yeah. But that's I mean, what that's what these polls do. You could argue it's like, I mean, who, uh, who do you think the most influential Brit of all time is? Newton. Not like one of the kings? maybe but i don't think so in a, in a grand cosmic sense i think isaac newton maybe I mean, darwin i would put just, i would put newton ooh, and darwin, darwin ahead of henry the eighth everything was just floating around before newton man before he invented gravity i know and then he invented gravity same. tethered us all to the earth so i mean you know no one That's else a high, big influence very big influence everyone could fly before that you want top five <laughs> top five yeah. i'm gonna go elizabeth this is not in order elizabeth victoria henry the eighth newton um, Darwin. Darwin. I'm trying to think what other like big. I'm confident in them. Are. I am confident in those five because I think that not not a one of them has anything to do with recency bias. I mean, yeah, they've all been dead for hundreds of years. That's it, right? <laughs> That's it. And I think honestly, like you, you could put um, Elizabeth II on that list, right? In the fullness of time, and I avoid doing that because I think she has reshaped what it means to be a modern monarch. I think she has defined right, the I role think, of a monarch in the twentieth. I think century. by number of people influenced and knock-on effect, I think you could. I think you could defensively put a beetle on there. That's, That's less important than politics, obviously, music. But yeah, you but know. I, no, but no. In terms of short, sheer numbers, yeah, I no, mean, they, not at all. It's Henry the Eighth. Then why? Because of, because he reformed the, the like he he took he he took I guess he invented England out of the <laughs> out of the Roman Church. Catholic Church. 
Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like that's had that's had, and, and anything that happened five hundred years ago, right? Who? What, what do you think is more people though? Members of the Church of England or people who have who have listened to like Blackbird or Here Comes the Sun? Yeah, it's I mean, I, I, th- those would be interesting numbers to see because <laughs> because the thing is, you've got five hundred years of the, of the Anglican Church. That's true, right? Versus sixty of the Beatles or seventy or whatever, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. But I, I, honestly, I think it's Newton. Do you know? There's one thing we can agree on, Dennis. It's not, it's Robbie, not Williams. Robbie Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Robbie Williams. I'd take Gary Barlow over Robbie Williams, mate. All right. I think I think God of War is good, but I don't think in 15 it's years. Un- it's unrelated. Like, it's just a, a similar Norse action adventure game. No, no, no. But in 15 years' time, in, in 10 years' time, people are going to be saying that God of War is the best game ever made. No, because God of War 2 will be. Of course, already. Okay. All right. Excellent. Let's move on. Uh, this is a question that I saw on... Uh, this is something I saw on Twitter, and I'm glad Jorge actually wrote in to us as well. He So he, he put it out to the... You know, the, the mm-hmm. The vulgar public on um, on Twitter, but then actually wrote in specifically to us to get our take on this. Dennis, read, read to us what's going on in with Jorge. They're going to say, "Am I el cuyo ma- ma- magico?" As in, "Am I the magic lasso?" With a, with a slightly more with a bit of flair to it, I guess. Yeah, with a bit of Latin flair there. Love that. You, All know, right, go on. you know what's interesting? My old email address and stuff was El Culo Magnifico, which is very, very close to this. The mag- you are the magnificent asshole. Yeah. Uh, I love playing Limited on Arena, usually in the best of one ranked queues. But as we all know, once you hit a higher rank on the ladder, there aren't any rewards for reaching the top ranks. Finishing number one is essentially the same as finishing 1200. So the only thing you risk is losing your rank on a bad streak and missing the monthly qualifier. Just masterful organized play design there from Wizards of the Coast. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I started streaming a while ago, and last month I hit Mythic 200 on my main account really early, but I still wanted to give my viewers top competitive limited content without risking my rank on my main account. So, I started playing on my two alternative accounts, reaching Mythic 100 on both of them. Holy crap! Man, this <laughs> okay. guy's good. This guy's good. Now, am I an asshole for depriving two innocent players from getting into the monthly qualifier? P.S. I'm only going to play the, the qualifier on my main account, but I, would it be ethically correct to play the qualifier on all the accounts to triple my EV and make it into the PT? Well, we can deal. We can deal with the PS very quickly. Uh, this was something that was dealt with uh, very helpfully. There was a dis- there was a Discord discussion about this once again, and uh, uh, we actually got a link to the uh, AKD gave us a link to the Wizards the Arena Terms and Conditions, which says although players may have multiple accounts for qualified for the qual- qualify weekend, players are not permitted to have more than one of their accounts entered into any single event. So, mm. not only is it not you're not ethically in the clear. You're also not in the highest law of the land, wizard's law. Um, you're not allowed to do it. So uh, you might get suspended, or you might get your account deleted, or whatever. And, and look, Hoy is obviously on the right thing. I'm only going to play the MIQ on my main account. So you're so in. The, the real clear. mistake you made here, Hoy, is telling people. Why is that? You could have just registered the account in different names and played three times. Sure, but I don't think that that's not why I wanted to bring this to to the table. I'm just saying. I'm okay. just going to get that out there, and we have the real <laughs> okay. discussion afterwards. Sneaky dad. So yeah, the father's son, isn't he? Bloody hell! Oh my goodness! Look at this finesse. Your dad would be proud of you for doing that I'm sort sure, of stuff. I'm he sure lo- oh, your dad. He loves a con. He loves a con. Anything he can do to trick or finagle or try to bloody oh there they go the eyebrows again. Unbelievable. Anyway, um. Is he what, a, what, what a flex, though. I'm just so good at arena that what am I... What, I got the meme of the guy holding all the 11s. What do I do with all these mythic accounts? Like, yeah. what am I... Is he the asshole for depriving no. two people? No. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely Thin, thinning, not. Thinning the field. Truthfully, he's... Thinning the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. You know, those well, are two buys right there. Right in the, well, right in from the, the chaff there. Uh, go on. Uh, he had earned his way a fair... Certainly square... Mm. I don't know about how fair. Why not fair? The T's and C's imply it's okay to qualify with multiple accounts. Yeah, you can have as many arena accounts as you want. 
Hmm. 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 Yeah, it's fun. The failure is not on Jorge here. The failure is on the 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 system for the losers. All of the twelve. Everyone is not in top twelve hundred. I wasn't going to say that. The failure is on the the structural process of this entire system. It is wild that there's no difference between twelve hundredth and first. Like there's just this this seemingly arbitrary cutoff between either you're in or you're not, and then. There is an active, like, again, you're, you're disincentivized to play once you have a high enough rank because you don't want to lose any. Because, again, there's That's no- really bad design. I mean, your most engaged terrible. players are incentivized to stop playing the game. Yeah. And the other thing about the, the, the like, the ranked system on Arena is an absolute joke. It's an oh, absolute awful. joke. I've, I've, I've tested this on stream, right? You can, so there are the, I've talked about this before. There are the ranks. There's bronze, silver, gold, um, platinum, diamond. But in those, there are hidden ranks, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can be either like, good platinum, bad platinum. And mm-hmm. I did this because you can't drop between... Like, once you hit platinum, you can't go back down to gold. So I got to platinum, plat four, conceded 100 games in a row, and I'm playing against 67 card piles by people who just have no idea, right? And who, are I just, cru- who are just brute force their way into plat. I guess so. Or, or they've just played at this bottom level the entire time, right? Mm-hmm. Because then I cruise through platinum, playing against just bad decks played by people who aren't very good, cruise through diamond again and hit mythic straight away. Right, like I don't, I, I, I don't know if that's. Think- there's no consequence for deliberately tanking your MMR, basically. No, because you can't get back down to bronze. Right, that's wild. It's terrible, and I haven't done it since. I did it once to see if it would work, and yes, it did work. And like, and, and the other thing is, like previously when I'd hit mythic, I'd be like, yeah, that feels good. I'm good. Like I'm good at this game. I'm good enough yeah, to feels be hollow. like that. And now it's just like, great, anyone can because you can just tank your. Like it doesn't. It, what I'm saying is there is not an objective level of achievement when you hit Mythic because there are people who are playing these, you know, 71-card decks that, that make no sense, right, mm-hmm. uh, that will just get there eventually. So, But then within Mythic, I guess you've got the percentage system, you've got the ranking system, and that is a little better because you are actually playing against, you know, if you're whatever, four, top 1,400, then it means that you are actually at least decent enough to get to that position. But then there's a whole new raft of problems where the incentive is to get as high as possible and then stop stop. playing. And I just don't know how any system wants that as it's like, as it's motivation. Yeah. I don't think it's particularly well designed. It's not at all. I know what the solution is. No, I mean, I don't, I don't either. To be honest, there's people whose job this is to work this out in wizards and this is the best solution they come to. I'm sure there's reasons for it. I guess they can't open the qualifier up to an infinite number of people. I mean, you can make it a little. You can make a pretty educated guess. What do you mean? You, there are other ways that will get you roughly twelve hundred people every time. Like, but but what I'm saying is, let's say that once you make top five hundred, right, mm-hmm. you're in, and it doesn't matter what happens to your rank after that. Mm-hmm. Like that would solve the problem of people not, you know, because then your position is secure. That's what mm-hmm. people want. They want a sec- they want security in the MIQ. Mm-hmm. So once they get past that threshold, they're in and they can't be taken out. That would solve it. I, I mean, I prefer that. I don't know how many. I mean, maybe they're worried that that results in four thousand players. I don't think it does. We well, just make it higher, don't you? You have to reach top five hundred or whatever it is. Yeah, and they can see how much turnover there is. Like, I feel like there are solutions. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Hoy's in the clear. I think so too. Absolutely. I mean, don't go and play in the MIQ with three different accounts because then you're certainly not in the clear. Like that's against 100%. the terms and conditions. Dennis says that with the wiggly eyebrows. <laughs> I would do it. You would. I would do it. I you think. would. What? I think I would do it. You think you'd do it? 
Yeah. You better, I mean, get good, scrub. Get good enough to get three accounts. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, it's easy. All you have to do is qualify three times. And then at that point, like, you've already done the hard part, Jorge. Reap the rewards. Dennis is, Dennis is taking us to the client. Dennis is taking this one all, laughing all the way to the bank here. Laughing all Register, the way one to in the bank. One in your name, one in your dad's name, one in your girlfriend's name, boyfriend's name, whatever, one in your partner's name, one in your sister's name, cousin's name. doesn't matter. Yep. 100%. You earned it. It's yours. Take it. Dennis is, get five accounts. Get ten accounts. Get the, all twelve hundred accounts in the top in the in the MIQ. Now that's how you Jorge's do it. Jorge's as far as the eye can see. <laughs> now that's how you do it. Jorge, what are you doing? This Mickey Mouse nonsense. Only three accounts. Get all twelve hundred. What are they going to do then? I want your. I want the. I'd watch that stream. I mean, uh, Jorge said the streams. I'd watch. I'd watch the like. You know, see how many seats I can steal away to the for the Jorge Invitational. Let's go. The Jorge Invitational. I wonder how many you could reasonably do. I wonder how long it took him to do these three. Could you make a meaningful dent in? Oh, man, I wonder. I wonder. Jorge, let us know how it goes, mate. And best of luck as well on the MIQ. I hope you mm. do well. You've got another what? Twenty four days. Twenty four days to get the to get the other one thousand one hundred ninety seven accounts. So get cracking. Let's go. Get cracking. Final question, right. Dennis, comes from Rack Sabo. Oh, hang on. Oh, sorry. Go on. There are two other things I want to talk about. Two other things. And we're at a decent length for the podcast. We could save this one for next week. Save the Raxabo question? Sa- little early preview of next week's episode. Oh, Raxabo question. video game advice question. Unfortunately, Raxabo's one is the only one that had like a, hey, I need to make a decision. Please help me. But Raxabo, another week you'll have to wait. <laughs> another week, Raxabo. We'll see, we'll see you for episode 103, Raxabo. Um, I didn't realize, I'm having such a great time, Dennis. I didn't realize it was so late into the podcast. What do you got for us? So two things. Are we, are we Charizarding me a river here? We are. Okay, it's time for. I guess we have to do the the intro. Da da ba ba ba. Charizard, I'm Mirror. loving it. Okay, Riley, look we put some nuggets on five while you were here. Um, for yeah, for a given value of we certainly. Yeah, I played some nuggets on five and made you watch, <laughs> but that's not really what I want to talk about. So, spoiler alert, listeners. Okay, for a film that just came out. So, if you if you intend to see and have not seen. No Time to Die. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm in the clear. I'm not going to see this film. I'll, I'll, not, Dennis, I will probably watch this film on an aeroplane at some point in the future. Good movie for that. It was actually a pretty good movie. But if you if you haven't, if you if you want to see it and you haven't, thank you for listening. Head to scrummover.com. You don't even need to use the coupon code. It's all taken care of for you. And this means I'm Karad. Thank you, John Fireball. Okay, we're good night. Save fresh cheese bags. Okay. Remaining cheese bags. Right. I'm going to describe to you the plot of this film. Isn't it like four hours long? It was a long movie. Yeah. Had a lot of endings, but had a lot of endings. Yeah. Just like, like the return of the king. It's like, okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Oh, sorry. Not different. Like, oh, when no, you, it's like a video true. game. Yeah. Oh, there's the good ending, the bad ending, the secret ending, the neutral ending. No, no. Okay. No, no. Sure. It um, ended. Yeah. It went through a lot of times. Okay. Sure. Sure. Um, this is a film in yep. which a covert operative, a secret agent, James yep. Bond, mm-hmm. ha- is revealed that he has a secret half brother from the past. As opposed to and what, a secret half-brother from the future? I suppose. And okay. then the villain in this film, writing, yeah, has developed a a bioweapon. Okay. Classic, a classic mainstay of, 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 of Bond villains here, yep. Which are nanobots. Excuse me? That target people specifically based on their DNA. <gasps> so it's just like that video game that you it's and I play. It's just like that Hitman video- 2. Hitman 2. And it's just and like Sapienza and Hitman. This isn't a joke, Dennis. There is a level in is Hitman 2. <laughs> I, I play Sapienza. What? 
I've played that level. That's the one in like like a little like some like Sorrento, a little like little yeah. Italian village. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to you have to kill a scientist who and destroy the Is virus that, that he made because it it it, it, it gets, goes after people specifically by the DNA. Yeah, anyway, go on. Um, and he enters this place by jumping out of a plane in like a little capsule that rockets down into the jungle. Uh, and it's all, it's just a Metal Gear Solid movie. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And then they're like, they're like, they're like, well, over time, you know, this, this, this these nanobots are going to become non-specific and you'll, you'll just be able to kill everybody. And yeah. I'm like, mmm, yes, Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and James Bond, spoiler alert, spoiler, spoiler, at the very end of the movie, decides to sacrifice himself to like stop this happening. And I'm like, mmm, mmm, mmm. So and- someone's a Kojima fan. Yeah, I, I think so. And it might be Phoebe Water Bridge, actually, because yeah. she, she wrote the movie. But. She's, a fan of, she's obviously a fan of Kojima's work. Yeah, but Kojima tweeted about it. He loved it. Yeah. He loved the movie. But I was, I, I watched him like, every time. I, was, I went to see it with Nikki, Jeff, and Steve, and Jeff has played all the Metal Gear games. And every time something like this happened, I would just look at Jeff and he'd be like, Hideo's got to get his lawyers on the yeah. phone. <laughs> like Kojima's done again. 11 out of 10 film of every year. I liked it, but yeah. it was a Well, of course, you, of course you liked it, Dennis. <laughs> it was Metal Gear Solid, the movie. Of course you liked it. I couldn't believe how much of a Metal Gear movie it was. So let me ask you this. How many of the boss fights were involved people that could just set themselves on fire? Tell you what, would have been a lot better if halfway through the movie, Blofeld could summon bees to bring him a Tommy gun. Let me tell you. Um, how many ghosts did Daniel Craig talk to? But like Riley, it was literally like in Metal Gear Solid. Uh, not none. <laughs> no, no ghosts. Really. Did he? Like, no, no. Well, here's the real question: How many snakes did he eat? I didn't see many snakes. To be okay, fair, okay. Well, he okay. go, but like he goes to meet Blofeld, right? Yeah. And he's like been infected, and he doesn't know it with like the the, the nano machine fox die. Yeah. And then Blofeld dies, and they're like, "Oh my god, what happened?" And I'm like, "This is the game. Yeah. This is what happens to the DARPA chief. Yeah. What's going this on? What's happened to the DARPA chief, dude? <laughs> oh shit, man." Oh, dude. Sometimes, somehow it all, I, I thought we were going to, because when you were like, yeah, we played Metal, Metal Gear Solid 5, I'm like, here we go, here we go. And then we go in James Bond chat. I'm like, okay, movies. Okay, this is interesting. New, a new direction for us. No, no, just Kojima no, no. chat all over again. It's always Kojima. Ma- rumor has it. Can Chinese I tell you something? Remaking Snake Eater. So I, I get this consulting. thing on my phone, right? I'm going to show it to you here, right? So when I go to my home screen, right? There's my home screen. I'm showing Dennis now. There's my home screen, right? Mm-hmm. And then I swipe across to the side and it gives oh, me like, like this. Oh, it's like the news feed. It's yeah. like the little news feed from Google, right? So it's like um, one of the top ones is ranking every equipment with EDA Trek, you know? Uh, uh, the who's who in ancient Greeks. Meet 14 uh, influential ancient Greeks. So obviously it, like, it factors in like what you search for, what you seem to be interested in. This thing is just full of Metal Gear Solid nonsense <laughs> all the time. And it's always like, latest rumors on MGS3. It's like, I don't even, like, I've played the games once, Google. What, like, why do you, it's, do you know what it is? It's because it's sitting here listening to me every week. It's like, ah, oh, Wednesday morning, time for Riley to start <laughs> talking about Metal Riley's- Gear Solid <laughs> by himself. <laughs> He's just by sitting himself. and talking by, by, by himself. Half a conversation, just yep. waxing Nerico into the void. Um, so what's going on with these rumors? Are they actually remaking it? They're not, are they? It sounds like they actually are. This is this is not Hassan Karaman abandoned. <laughs> this no. is like uh, Konami appears to be leasing the rights to these things out. So we might get a Silent Hill with Hideo Kojima and a Metal Gear Solid. Th- Weird to make Metal Gear Solid three first. No, that makes sense. Isn't it the fan favorite? Yeah, it's also chronologically first, I suppose. But, but like, they've, they've, didn't they've already remade one. Twin Snakes. Yeah. It was like. 
20 years ago. Okay. All right. So, if okay, well, let's let's lay out your grand vision. If you were in charge of remaking, which one would you start with? Oh, oh run them all back. Run the whole thing back. Whole thing. Wonderful. Metal Gear, Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2 Metal Solid Gear. Set. Maybe even do Snake's Revenge, the unofficial one. Get the Game Boy game in there. Get Portable Ops. Get Metal Gear Acid, the card game. Now okay. we're cooking. But if you had to make one, two, three, four, or five first. No, three, obviously. Yeah, obviously. But. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Easy. Um, okay. Well. That's, I mean, Dennis, you better start saving your pennies. Put that $60 away because uh, you'll be buying that in release, I imagine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bought the director's cut of um, Death Stranding. No intention of playing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm basically subscribed to the video because you're a Patreon at this stage. Do you know, do you know what's, what's funny? So when I was, I was at Dennis' place last week and um, we were like hanging in the lounge room and that's so he puts the PlayStation on. And, uh, we played a bit of Deathloop, which was fine, but it, it, uh, we've, uh, unfortunately it wasn't the sort of game you could just kind of jump into and it's muck not around. not really, in. no, yeah. I was hoping, g- g- given that it was a roguelike, it was going to be a little bit whatever but it, it, it just wasn't so then it's like we can play some other stuff i'm like oh sure no worries what do you want he downloads hitman knowing that i'm a huge hitman fan he downloaded hitman 2 i'm like i can i can show you some some stuff on hitman 2 i love hitman right um and then opened death stranding and played through the beginning of that and i was just like this what is what is it exactly like, what you expected um no I, I guess in the sense that like oh. i didn't know what to, well yes in the sense that i didn't know what to expect and knew it was going to be weird and a obscure and obtuse and kind of boring it was all of those things um but i was just like i didn't know how to you know it's like when your friends like you gotta watch this youtube video and you're like this is gonna Mm -hmm, suck so mm -hmm. much right and you look at how long it is and you're like oh two and a half minutes 85 hours (laughs) i can i can swing this i can swing two and a half minutes then you kind of chuckle a little bit you know exhale Mm -hmm. through your nose and yeah good and then then you're like yeah that's good and you just hope they never bring it up again Whereas with this one, I was like, how long, like, how much is he going to make me watch here? Like, wh- where where does this end? Because I know how long this game is, right? <laughs> we sit through and I play through the whole thing. That's all we do while you're here. How long? No I, I don't think we even made it half an hour. No. I think I just wanted to show it. you what it looked like because uh, it was funny. I think you picked up on the fact that I was very not into it. Anyway, <laughs> that night, after we, we played some board games, had a good time, you were like, hey, have a look at this. And, and started Metal Gear Solid Five. And that was much better. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that was much better. That was a very compelling intro to a game. Even take out the Metal Gear part of it. It was it was a, it was a very very cool opening for a game. So, um, you want to hear the you want to hear my my tinfoil hat, really? Go on. Fragile in Death Stranding, Hideo Kojima game, played by Leah Sadu. Madeline Swan, female lead, No Time to Die, played by Leah Sadu. Oh. Need I say, Mads Mikkelsen, Cliff, Death Stranding. Guy whose name I've forgotten in Casino Royale. It's all linked, man. Yeah, it's almost like actors. It's almost like it's almost like the stealth action video to do different jobs in different media franchises. The guy who makes stealth action video games likes James Bond. Yes, no, (laughs) no, definitely not. Couldn't be. Um, uh, I don't. I mean, worlds colliding, ambitious crossovers, all that sort of stuff. Yep. I don't know if Metal Gear Solid and James Bond are going to be the... Do, do they exist in the same universe? I wouldn't imagine so. How would you feel about Snake meeting Bond? Fine. <gasps> Hang on. New Bond? David Hayter? <laughs> David Hayter, new Bond? <laughs> Dust off the tuxedo, maybe? <laughs> hey, we could do that. I could see that working. What does David Hayter look like? Let's have a look at this fellow. David. He looks like a, a dad. Da- David Hayter is Canadian. Okay, so he'd have to work on his accent a little bit. He does look like a dad. Yeah. He looks like... a little bit like Ricky Gervais. He looks half dad, half Matt Mercer, half Ricky Gervais. Yeah. All right. 
Confirmed. David Hayter, next James Bond. Henry Cavill, which is an odd choice considering he is in Mission Impossible and in The Man from Uncle. He basically already plays James Bond. Well, he's, he's got the experience. Um, are we done? I think we're done. We've done the Kojima chat. Got that out the way. Done Kojima chat. Got that out of the way. They will never be like. Rena gets so incensed, and I, I, I'm just slowly, slowly, slowly—not even that slowly, actually anymore. Turning this into a Kojima fan cast, and I'm That's here fine. for it. Eventually, welcome to episode 200. Welcome, of- welcome, uh, Kojima River. <laughs> yeah, Kojima, Kojima River. Mm, not bad. Kojima, could, no, we'll work on the title. Anyway. All right. For the second time this week, folks, thank you for listening. Head to scrumyriver.com for all your card game needs. And thank you, Joe, for the music. Thank you to Roddy for joining me. And stay fresh, cheese bags. Bye.